Hey there, you're listening to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which is all about communicating the real life narrative of being an entrepreneurial woman. Welcome to episode number one. Welcome to episode number 10 of the podcast series. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome to episode number 35. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 75, Starting the Conversation. 75? Yeah. That's bigger. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 99 of Starting the Conversation. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 100 of Starting the Conversation and welcome to a very exciting episode because like you'll have just heard, this is episode number 100, as in one zero zero three figures. Oh my gosh, I don't quite feel like I can wrap my head around the fact that there are now 100 episodes of this podcast live, but here we are. It is not only the 100th episode today, but it is also the celebration of the second anniversary of this podcast. I'll be honest with you, the pressure of hitting episode number 100 and the two-year anniversary on the same day has felt like a lot for me, hence the whole releasing seven episodes, one a day last week. Hope you guys enjoyed that series. I will tell you it was a lot of fun to create. Probably not something Emily and I are going to be rushing to do again because putting out one podcast episode a week is enough for us. So seven was a good test. Probably not a test that we needed alongside all of the other things that are going on. But I hope that you guys enjoyed that extra content and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode as well because like I said, I didn't quite know how to celebrate such a big milestone. So alongside this episode, I'm doing a really, really exciting giveaway over on Instagram. I am under no illusion that this podcast has got to 100 episodes and two years because of the support of every single one of you. And I don't think I'll ever quite be able to express how grateful I am for that. But I thought a little way of saying a big thank you would be to host a giveaway with loads of stuff made by previous guests of this podcast. So if you head over to my Instagram now, obviously only if you're listening to this episode around the time that it's coming out, you will find a post where if you share that post and or leave a review for this podcast over on iTunes, you'll be entered to win one of 10 items, both from me and from past guests of the podcast. There is stuff in there that 100% I want for myself. So if you're listening to this within the first couple of weeks that it's coming out, head over to that post, get yourself entered. There's a load of stuff up for grabs. So all I'm gonna say is you may as well. And like I said, it's just for me a small way to show how grateful I am for the fact that you've all stuck around, supported this podcast and helped to get it to where it is now. So that's what's happening over on Instagram. And then over on the podcast itself today, I thought, what can I do to celebrate 100 episodes and two years? And honestly, I was stumped. Emily and I had a bit of a brainstorming session this morning because I knew I had to record this today. And to be fair to the girl, Emily came up with some solid options. Possibly my favorite of her options was that I wrapped 100 digital marketing tips. First of all, can't wrap. Second of all, don't know that I know 100 digital marketing tips. So whilst I loved that idea, and when I shared on Instagram, you all love that idea, I do think that would be more of a train wreck than anything insightful to listen to. So I thought I would keep it simple and take it back to a question that I find that I get asked a lot within my business and a question that I'm always asking other people, which is what do you think has really moved you forward within your business and what things have you done that you credit a lot of your current success to? So what I've done is I've sat down, I've zoomed out on my business, zoomed out on my story and highlighted five things which I really believe when I look back have made the biggest 
biggest difference in getting my business to where it is today. So I'm sharing these to not only give you an inside look into what my business looks like, but maybe get you thinking about what those things might look like for you. Because if there's anything that I've learned, it's that when you understand the stuff that does work, you're in a really powerful position because you immediately know what to double down on and what to do more of in order to keep growing and in order to keep leveling up. So let me get straight into it. First thing I think that's really moved my business forward, you might have guessed it was coming, is this podcast. Now this podcast for me honestly is one of the best decisions that I've made in terms of my business. I started this podcast over two years ago not really knowing why I wanted to do it, not really knowing what it would be but just knowing that it was something that I wanted to try and I'm so so glad that the completely podcast illiterate 2018 me took a risk and started this thing because honestly it's been game-changing. I am always honest about how the start of this podcast was pretty slow. Up until about 30 episodes and about eight months in, there weren't many people tuning in. I'm not going to sit here and say that the second that I launched this podcast, it started making my business back the time and the resources that it was taking. It's definitely been a slow burner for me. But even in those first eight months where kind of the traction and the outside impact wasn't where I wanted it to be, it was making the biggest difference even just for me. Hosting a podcast is honestly one of the best ways to make connections and build friendships within your industry because it gives you a platform to reach out to people with. You know, when I knew absolutely no one, inviting them on my podcast was a really great way to start a connection with them. And actually, a lot of the people that I'm now close with, I first met by interviewing them on this podcast. So even in those first eight months, whilst it maybe didn't grow my business in the sense of getting me new audiences or making people want to work with me, it was really beneficial for me because it gave me a focus, it gave me something to do, and it connected me with others. And then past that eight month period, when it really started to grow in traction and people were tuning in and responding to the episodes, it very quickly became something that was actively growing my business. I am not gonna sit here and pretend that hosting a podcast is the easiest thing in the world. It takes quite a lot of my time and it also takes quite a lot of my money. Podcasting doesn't have to be such a drain on your resources and I definitely started this being a lot more streamlined with the resources than it takes than I am now. I have increased the money and the time that I've spent on this as it's begun to make things back for me. And even saying that, as much as it does take that time and money, it 100% makes it back in how it serves my business. This podcast for me is invaluable in the way that it allows people to get to know me and get to know my approach and the way that I show up. So often when I ask a client, what made you want to work with me? They'll highlight how actually for them, the podcast was their first experience of me and my work. And they almost used it as a place to get familiar with me and build that relationship with me before taking the next step of wanting to work with me. So number one, this podcast has made the biggest difference, not just for me internally, but also for how it serves my business and gives people opportunities to connect with me and really get to know more about the work that I do and then take action off the back of it. The second thing that's really moved my business forward and made my business what it is today is again, something I'm always talking about, which is working big picture. I feel like a bit of a broken record when it comes to the power of working big picture in your business. But honestly, I'm not afraid to talk about it again because it's 100% one of the biggest things that moves my business forward. And over the years, I've seen it be super pivotal in shifts within my business. So now it's something that I majorly prioritize and I'm always looking to do more of. 
For me, working big picture looks like being really clear on the big picture of what I'm building. And that doesn't look like having a five-year plan mapped out or knowing what I'm gonna be launching in quarter three of 2022, but it looks like having a real clarity on what I'm building and how I want that to feel, how I want it to impact me and how I want it to impact others. That big picture is something that I'm always gaining clarity on, always reminding myself of and always making sure is at the forefront of what I'm doing. Because the second half to working big picture, which can sometimes get ignored, is the action. So for me, it's not just about gaining clarity on that big picture, but also about putting plans in place which are going to make it happen. For me, big picture work is just aspirational if it doesn't immediately impact your everyday. So on top of being aware of what I want to build, I'm also making sure that everything that I'm doing is lining up with that. And I'm being super conscious about how all of the work that I'm doing now and the plans that I'm making and the goals that I'm setting are working towards a big picture that I really want. The power of working big picture is the reason that I launched the retreat. Because when I zoomed out on my business in 2018, I realized that the biggest thing that had taken me from this very pivotal, I wanna give up moment to this very incredible, I love this business, this is the best thing moment, was the fact that in the middle of that, I'd made space to work big picture and really connect with the foundations of my business. And when I realized how impactful that had been and I looked for a way to do more of that in my business, I realized it didn't exist, which is why I launched the retreat and gained a real passion for not just helping people to understand the impact of working big picture, but practically helping people to do that for themselves. Because this is 100% one of the ones that never feels like a massive priority, but let me tell you makes the biggest difference. So number two, the impact of working big picture. Now, number three is one that you might not have heard me speak about before, but is honestly one that I am always thinking about, which is the power of being a kind human and being good at what you do. Now that may sound a little bit silly or like a fluffy point to make, but honestly, I think we really underestimate the power of being good at what we do and being kind people. I love that quote that people don't necessarily remember what you do, but they remember how you make them feel. And honestly, that's something that impacts everything that I do. Whenever I meet someone, whenever I have a conversation on Instagram, whenever someone sends me an email, whenever I speak to someone at an event, I'm always going into that situation thinking, what can I do to really show kindness right now? Whether that looks like listening to someone, whether that looks like sending someone flowers who I've only spoken to once, but it's told me they're going through a tough time. For me, the more that I can do to show kindness to people, the more my business grows. Not because I'm being kind in order to grow my business, but because business is human to human. And when we show up within our businesses as human beings, our businesses thrive as a result. And that can also be said about the way that you show up within your paid work. I constantly have a post-it note on my computer which says, be the best coach you can be. Because for me, if there's one thing that's a priority within my business, it's giving my clients the best experience possible. Not just because I'm so passionate about what I do and I want people to really get the right impact from me, but also because I know that that's a really important thing in the growth of my business. I am forever, and I say forever and mean it because sometimes it's irritating, looking for ways to level up the experience that people get from my services. Whether that's the way that they are onboarded, whether that's my expertise, whether that's just the way that they're communicated with. For me, the better experience I can give people, not only the better do I feel and the better they feel, so therefore it's worth it for that alone, but also the better my business is. Because when you're service-based particularly, word of mouth honestly is your marketing. 
The way that people speak about you and the way that people feel about you says a huge amount about your business that you will never be able to influence through the things that you share yourself. So by treating people well, whether they're clients or just other people that you meet within the industry, you ensure that you're constantly giving people something positive to say and think about you. And of course, I caveat all of that by saying that I would do these things even if it didn't impact the big picture of my business. But there's no denying that when I zoom out, I realize that actually just being a kind human and being good at what I do does play a role in the growth of my business. And I think is something that we should harness a huge amount more. Because something I really believe is that businesses are built best when they're built off of relationships. And relationships are built best when they're built from a place of being kind and doing the best thing for them. So whatever that looks like for you, have a think about that. But for me, that's one of the things that's really grown my business has been being a kind person and being a good coach. Now point number four, which again might be something that will surprise you, is that one of the biggest things that has grown my business over the years has been working for free. Now I know that working for free can sometimes get a bit of a bad rep and trust me, I understand. However, I think that working for free can be incredibly impactful, providing, and this is a very important providing, it's done in an intentional way. Every single year within my business, I do an International Women's Day giveaway. It's a couple of weeks away, I believe, from now. So I need to start thinking about what it's going to look like this year. But that's something that I've always done because one of my values within my business is making what I do accessible and being able to impact people who might not otherwise be able to afford or access my work. And as with the previous point that I made, I would do this even if it didn't grow my business. However, when I look back and I look at those moments where I've worked for free and offered free work, I can see that that's made a really big difference in my business. Working for free gives you an incredible opportunity to try out your offering and to really give you experience in the work that you're doing. You get space to experiment, you can get honest feedback, and there's something about when someone hasn't paid that just gives you as a service provider a little bit of freedom and permission to give things a go without that pressure. Working for free for me has been really fundamental in getting my name out there and getting people familiar with me. You know, when people are making such a big investment in your services, the more evidence that you can get about what you do working and the more people that you can get knowing your name within the relevant industry that you're in, the better. I also found back when I didn't have many paying clients that working for people for free really helped my content because it gave me something to share and something to talk about. With digital marketing, it's sometimes that chicken and the egg where you kind of need to have clients to share about clients to get clients, but you need clients in the first place to do that thing. So sometimes a good solution for that or to almost kickstart that process is to do some work for free and be really intentional about how you share that. I will caveat all of this by saying that having boundaries around your free work is so important. Before you do anything for free, be really clear with yourself about why you're doing it and be really clear with yourself about what the boundaries are around it. For me, it's really clear. I work for free once a year on International Women's Day. There are very clear boundaries to how much work I'm offering to how many people. And I'm really clear with myself about why I'm doing that and why it's worth it for me. So working for free might be something that you wanna consider, whether you haven't got any clients or whether you're trying out a new offering and you want some space to experiment with that and just give it a go. It might be worth thinking about how working for free could be beneficial for you. Now onto point number five, the final thing that I think has really grown my business over the years is definitely one that I'm still learning to do more of and stepping into more, which is outsourcing and automating. 
I've really gone on a journey, what a cringe word, in the last year in my business of valuing my time over my money. I'm now in a place where 100% my time is my most important resource. I get so, so frustrated when my time is wasted because I know that for me, my time is the most important thing for me to have in order to make the impact that I want to have and grow the business that I want to grow. Running a business very often leaves you without a lot of time. Running a business is not something that I would recommend if you are time poor. So it's very easy once you're in the motion of running a business to get to a place where you've got no spare time and you therefore can't level up. If I didn't have any spare time within my business, I wouldn't be able to do points one and two, which is host this podcast and work big picture, because I wouldn't have the spare time to invest in those things that are gonna level up my business. So again, it does sometimes feel like that chicken and the egg scenario where to have more time, you've gotta make more time, But for me, outsourcing and automating has been the biggest thing that's allowed me to step away from the tasks that I don't need to be doing and step into the tasks that are really impactful for me. A few years ago, that looked like automating my client onboarding and automating the process that people went on when they first got in touch with me. And in recent years, that's looked like outsourcing more of the roles within my business to my part-time team member, Emily. Just under a year ago, Emily took on the production of this podcast and that was a huge step for me in handing over something that really took a lot of my time and therefore having a huge amount of spare time to invest in the things that were really gonna be impactful. I've seen a direct link between the times that I have invested in outsourcing and automating and how my business has grown as a result. Like I said, this is something that I really wanna do more of in 2020. I feel like all of these points are things that are ongoing things for me and none of them were a do it once, have it help grow my business and move on kind of thing. But this final one is definitely one that I am excited to explore more with because in my experience, it is an amazing thing to give away some stuff and automate some stuff and then gain time and see what you can do with that time. So there we have it. Five things that I really notice have played a fundamental role in growing my business. I would be so interested to know what your answers would be and what you notice when you really zoom out on your journey and your story and think about the things that have got you to where you are today. I love that question of really what has moved the needle most. And for me, these would definitely be the five things. Number one, this podcast. Number two, working big picture. Number three, being a kind human and being a good coach. Number four, working for free. And number five, outsourcing and automating. So I'd be so curious to know, are any of those the same for you? Have you got anything that for you has been really fundamental in growing your business that I haven't mentioned? Please do share. And whilst you're sending me an Instagram message about what's moved the needle in your business most, go over to my grid and check out the giveaway that we're doing in celebration of the second anniversary of this podcast. Like I said at the start, I'm giving away 10 items by brilliant people who have been on this podcast. So get involved. You can either share something on your stories about what you love about the podcast or leave a review over on iTunes or heck, do both and you've got a double chance of winning. Like I said, that's just my way of saying a little thank you for all of the support that you've given the podcast over the last two years. It sounds cliche and cringe, but honestly, the podcast would not be what it is right now if it wasn't for you. So thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 100. Here's to the next 100, I guess. I definitely didn't think I'd be doing this podcast for two years when I first started it. So I'm not going to jinx myself and predict where I'm going to be in the next two. Because if my business so far has taught me anything, it's that anything could happen. 
So watch this space. Thank you again for your incredible support. Whether this is the first episode that you've listened to on number 100, if it is number 100, I feel a bit sorry for you because the first few were definitely a bit ropey. But anyway, thank you again. I will be back in your ears next Monday, back to the schedule as usual with another conversation. So until then, I hope you have the best week.